Hello and welcome to the 100th roundup of the PPC chat Twitter discussion that happens at 5pm GMT. I'm your host Anu, I'm the founder of MindSwan, a company through which I aim to share my ideas about paid search, especially automation, paid media and especially my passion for doing digital reporting well through a tool that is already on everybody's laptops. Yes, that's right, it's Microsoft Excel. So if you want a free consultancy about what I can do for you in regards to paid media, implementing scripts or even cutting your spend on your data analysis tools just send me a message at hello at mindswan.com or get to me on facebook twitter or instagram with the handle mindswan ppc and yeah 100th a roundup um of this um, ppc chat podcast i've been doing it's quite exciting times never thought i'd never thought i'd reach 100 to be honest um when i started this this was really just going on because i like talking about paid search and sharing my ideas and views about it so it's really cool that i've reached 100 and um i garner quite a few um regular listeners on this so it's quite exciting times and quite you know weird times to be doing my 100th one when um with coronavirus um being the main topic of uh, most of our discussions um at the moment um, so yeah, this week we've got Julie Bicini back leading us on the chat that she has um, very nicely called prognosticating, um, a mouthful there, but it's basically um, us talking about how we think digital advertising will or will not be changed after this is all over. Um, so will it be BAU consumerism or will there be um, a step change, um, meaning we have to be a bit more sophisticated with how we're targeting our customers, our potential customers, um which yeah i always think those kind of things could always be a good thing um and yeah what better forum that to chat about that than on here so let's see what our experts think so yeah julie starts off with them um, hello all thank you for joining us today and um just first port of call is um you know making sure everyone is happy and healthy you know how are we doing that's a really important question these days we've got people being a little bit um jittery amanda put like a gif of um oh this guy from the show parks and recreation um ron uh, ron from park and recreation going that's a tough question um and then yeah julie herself goes i'm doing okay school is officially virtual for the rest of the year which kind of sucks but was expected still haven't really found a good schedule but my daughter and i make donuts and soft pretzel sticks this week which was fun i would love to know how to make pretzel pretzel uh, pretzel even pretzel sticks what's happening with my with my, with my tongue today um but tongue tied there um and then yeah john kagan replies my son caught a giant rat um in tooth fairy trap so you know status quo oh wow um so anyway going on to question one julie asks let's start by checking in on how things have changed for you and or your clients over the past week what are you seeing um not too much we saw like um especially in the finance uh, financial department we saw a drop in performance in a certain area like especially like mortgages um but it's not done a big step change it's, it's not been like a downward uh, trajectory it just there was a step change drop in volume but it's actually been quite stable over the past um a few like our past week now how to say i can't really say a few days not much <laughs> you can't really see much of a trend in a few days um steve hammer replies slowly recovery of performance far from prior levels but definitely not on the bottom and say so, yeah pretty much same here b2b a few bright spots a few that just won't recover hmm 
Dave Gibson um, replies a mixed bag, some B2B inquiries, some prospects ghosting me. Oh, um, yeah, we've got Amanda replying client status. They want to do Facebook Live. Interesting. Jennifer Lash replies one e-com client is seen two times typical volume for this time of year. Wow. One B2B client has stayed pretty much the same and I've got a new potential client. That's exciting. Um, Julie Bettini replies this past week was fairly similar to the, the week before for my clients, but that is kind of cold comfort in that it's merely holding steady after falling off a pretty large cliff the week's prior um yeah julia vice replies very mixed lots of disapprovals on my public sector ads very low volumes for my travel clients john kagan replies we're actually seeing things smooth out not going up but demand has stopped going up or down depending on the vertical google support yes and oxymoron has been more responsive than ever before but now providing actual answers somehow. So yeah, I think we've had that similar to um, with our clients where, yeah, the platforms, especially Google, have been very responsive. Um, Steve Gibson then continues his answer to question one, saying for my clients, some recovery stabilization, but also some are now seeing things start to slow. Most of my clients have paused ads on my recommendation. Um, And then, yeah, Julie goes on to question two, saying, what do you think will be impacted the most after this is all over in PPC and why? But before we get into that, we've got Sarah Scarf replying to question one, saying, um, we also have seen a lot of less of the outline searches. I don't know whether people have stopped panic buying as much or whether we got ahead of the situation. I would suggest the former. And in reply to question one as well, we've got Dwayne Brown saying sales continue to ramp up for clients as people realize tours are not opening and the site is their only gateway. Some clients are entering their high season, so even faster growth. Dirt bike clients had to hire two FTEs to keep up with demand. Interesting. Um, Julia Vice replies, honestly, not sure. I think what is impacted most could change based on how long we need to stay indoors. Steve Hammer replies, Ecom, um, and this is reply to question two. That that was Julia's reply to question two. And um, Steve Hammer replies to question two as well, saying Ecom will be huger. But since I care most about B2B, I also think we'll see more online inquiry that pays off. I honestly don't know when we'll return to the trade shows model and all the wine and dine models that so many rely on um Dogar thomas replies question two saying i think just broadly we're going to realize that we were way over indexed on thinking in particular about restaurants and biz conferences but i think there's going to be massive market consolidation long run digital ads ain't changing and then also answering question two, we've got Steve Hammer going, I wonder if certain sectors will ever recover, travel or spend like they used to. Will Google's power move help or hurt us? Not sure, but I'd hate to exp- um, to be Expedia right now, which I'd heard was one of the largest PPC spenders. Wow, yeah, interesting. Um, and then, yeah, we've got Dwayne um, replying saying outside econ B2B clients ended contracts with us, but no one is buying or signing yearly contracts right now. Talked with a few potential clients last week. Optimistic. We will sign one or two of them. Nice. Um, Julie Bettini replies to question two saying, I don't really see our industry being fundamentally changed where the opportunity line may shift more econ. Um, I hope it leads to clients being more open to diversification in their efforts, but I'm not overly optimistic on that one. Um, we've got Dwayne replying to question two as well again saying um how much we will um how much we will we all default back into our old habits of buying off Amazon versus the new brand we tried plus what governments and 
countries will just bail out old industries like airlines to maintain the status quo. Ecom couldn't ask for a better perfect storm. Um, John Kagan replies, um, entire verticals will be decimated or wiped out completely. Are you travel automotive automotive um dealerships dealerships i even think he means um i don't know whether they'll be they're, they're wiped out now but once we start traveling again you know there was a time where online traveling was not a thing and then it picked up you know people will still want to at some point i very firmly believe get back to you know booking their booking their trips online people we're gonna start traveling places and one that's once that gets back on any company whether it's a startup or one of the you know big ones that were managed that were able to just about stay flow if they can offer that to us and through an online means of services we will buy those tickets i can't wait to get back to italy and whichever company gets me that ticket first will be the one i'll be spending my money on um jennifer lash um, replies to question two saying more businesses turning to online ads or e-com functionality that hadn't before i don't know if the industry will be changed but maybe more businesses start utilizing and then Julie Bicini herself replies to question two, saying, seeing the impact of Amazon's actions right now is also fascinating from pulling out of search ads to prioritizing certain types of products. And that lasting impact will be interesting to see. Um, Sarah replies to that, saying, as someone who mostly only works with Google shopping campaigns, it's going to be really interesting to see what happens when Amazon return to the auction. Yeah, very true. Then going on to question three, Julie asks, what do you think will be not impacted or least impacted after this is all over for PPC and why? Um, least impacted is people's online behavior. I mean, I think it's everything has been impacted on the short on the short term. In terms of long run, people will come back. People, the the customers will come back. Whether the brands had enough, um, you know, finances to weather the shortfall and whether the you know the lower volumes during this time, the lower you know lower revenues during this time is one thing but you know i think search volumes will definitely pick back up when when we start we when we can start doing things again um so yeah because the technology is not going to go away technology is not gonna go away so as long as we can still go online we'll still search for things like you know travel going to events and things like that and that will still come back up. Steve Hammer replies to question two. Um, again, saying I've got lots of thoughts. I really wonder how we'll be able to affect discovery in the near term because I'd like to help people find new alternatives to some of the big brands. But I think right now that's more challenging. Will YouTube fill the gap? So yeah, it'll just be about giving people alternatives, you know, to what they've always wanted, what they'll want um, again once um, we can start doing things, going out and traveling to places. So yeah, Andrew Gary likes you know pointed out a very pointed out something I've been trying to even say that in another what I've been saying in other words saying weaker brands won't survive silver bullet PPC tactics won't make people buy the product or serve um, or service if they don't care about you until they go to the wall I expect more to jump on the ad tech like Criteo etc in a last ditch effort to get sales. Um, and then, yeah, so and my response to the question, too, is I think the greatest impact will be during the lockdown period. And that's what I mean. You know, the, the impact is during this period in terms of long terms. People will go back. People will want to travel. People will want to buy things and people will come back online. So you just need to weather the storm. Um, Julia Vice replies, whether sudden contraction or sudden growth, I don't see any area not being affected. That's um, in answer to question three. Um, John King replies, um, I think we need to look at it at 
and it it's impacted negatively versus positively um yeah i think he said i think we need to look at if it's impacted negatively versus positively healthcare cpg food will return down to normal levels after seeing spikes i also think ctv video youtube is going to be sitting mighty high for a hot second Colin Slattery thinks, I think the the one thing that won't be impacted is Google's march to extract ever ever higher rents from businesses. Um, Steve Hammer replies, uh, Google's customer service, it's not getting better. Honestly, I don't see how in the near term many of the models and models change. I think this will help Google from implementing many of the automation things they'd like to. Um, Julie replies to question three saying the platforms don't seem to be changing much in response to this. I think they'll keep going business as usual. Sarah Scarf replies to question three saying to a certain extent, I think every vertical and industry has been affected by this. Once life returns to normal, I think it'll take some time for the confidence to go back to the way things were before to come. Um, and then, yeah, Julie then goes on to give us question four saying, do you think in the aftermath of COVID-19, the agency versus in-house cycle will swing bigger in either direction? Mm, no personal thoughts in this one. So I'll see what the experts are saying on this one. Um, Steve Hammer replies to question three, though, saying, I also don't see anyone changing how digital marketing supports each other. Yes, there are outliers, but I've seen people share more now than usual when they would hoard that data or insight for any advantage in a tough market. Yeah, we're all in a space where we want to share our knowledge, share our data and, you know, help each other. Jennifer Lash replies to question three saying, I don't think anything is going to escape some sort of impact. Dwayne Brown saying anything related to the seven deadly sins or kids and pets, those nine areas usually always bounce back. Even in a recession, restaurants just might look a little different. Yeah, very much so. Um, and then, yeah, so I think, yeah, Julie um, answered um, Sarah Carl's answer where Sarah had said to a certain extent, I think every vertical and industry has been affected by this. Once life returns to normal, I think it'll take some time for the confidence to go back to the way things were before to come. Um, Julie replies to that saying the big question for everyone's are, how long will it take to get back to normal? What the hell will normal actually be or look like? Will we be in different increments of changed behaviors for months, years, forever? So yeah, yeah, that's that. I'm not even going to try and give answers to you because that's something for us to mull over. Um, Julia Vice replies, what a quick, good question to question four, saying, I think the fundamental question of in-house versus agency remains, but with a layer of needing to run, learn, um, to run lean, um, but also quickly build expertise across verticals. And then we've got Doug R. Thomas replying to question four saying, I feel the forces will keep it at a standstill in-house versus agency is a question that doesn't have a good access, a good um, across the board answer in the best of times. So I'm not sure what all the pressures will be, um, sorry, will do, but I doubt a lot in the macro. Um, I'll repeat that one. He says, I feel the forces will keep it at a standstill in-house versus agency is a question that doesn't have a good across the board answer in the best of times. So I'm not sure what all the process will do, but I doubt 
a lot in the macro. Um, yeah, and then Dwayne Brown replies to question four saying going in-house will continue as there is so much talent out of work and companies can be even more picky. That could mean salaries aren't as good as they used to be. Smaller and indies have a chance to win bigger businesses too. I think, yeah, he's hoping for that as well. Um, Steve Hammer replies to question four saying the cycle tends to be downsized quick. Wait for growth, get agency to help go in-house. I think we'll see mid-term growth with those opportunities, but eventually get back to in-house. But that does and start just yet. John Kagan replies to question four saying, honestly, it will likely depend on which operation still has staff and if the other side hired them up faster or not. Um, yeah, and um, Julie Bicini replies to that saying, I think this will push the cycle out of its pre-pandemic in-house swing back to consultancies. Consultants agencies pretty hard. No benefits to pay and contracts can be either shorter term or terminated more easily than employees. I expect extreme cost sensitivity though. Um, and then, yeah, Julia Vice replies question four saying after the flu pandemic, people returned to relatively normal behavior quickly enough that it looked like mass amnesia. After 2008 crash, lots of consolidation. We don't know what will happen, but we can guess what might happen based on prior emergencies. Um, Colin Sattery replies question four saying, I think we will definitely see a shift back to agencies, though I think we're also going to see a shift towards more industry consolidation. I know Brain Labs has been on a buying spree that's brain labs one word colin by the way <laughs> i love that company and um yeah they're doing a great job with buying an seo company as well as in marketing as a marketing company hannapin marketing yeah, and Dwayne Brown then continues to answer his question to question. Um, he gives an answer to question four saying, Don't forget, we have our community salary survey. Don't let brands try to lowball your salary offer. Um, and then, yeah, Sarah Scarf replies to question four, I believe it is. Yeah, going on marketing teams and individuals have, um, from what I've seen, been heavily impacted by the furlough schemes, though nowhere as much as travel or hospitality. So I think agency will do really well in the short term as people rebuild. Jennifer Lash replies to question four saying maybe more towards agencies in the shorter term for quicker results or larger resource pool plus many business cut spending from internal marketing departments but once things settle months years businesses will get back to in-house for longer term. Um, and then yeah I've got Colin Stattery continuing his answer to question two uh, to question four even saying I also know that a pretty prominent PPC agency we all know is also being purchased though I don't know by whom I'm assuming brain labs <laughs> if that's Hannah Pin, then yeah they've already been bought um I don't know which other company they might be thinking of buying who knows um and then yeah we've got um Julie continuing his um in reply to um Dwayne Brown where um Dwayne had talked about don't forget about um, our community salary survey. Julie continues saying yes, but much like real estate, you can only get what the market is willing to pay. If this recovery is anything like 2008, it will be hard to win projects at pre-pandemic rates when there will be many very qualified people willing to work for a lot less. Um, Julie continues, I'm not saying that you should not put together proposals at your regular rates, but be ready to see your closing rate plummet and be pushed hard on cost, at least in the short term after this is over. 
Um, and then, yeah, we've got, um, yeah, Julie then going on to um, giving question five, saying, what do you hope will happen in PPC in the post-pandemic time? Um, Colin Slattery replies to that, um, saying, I think we will continue to see the trend of greater competition, greater automation, yep, and higher prices. I do hope for the greater automation side of things. If anything, I think people are going to be even more wary of advertising without performance attribution. And then we've got Reza Rad replying to question five saying, as we'll see a lot of increase in um, budgets for short term, which means more benefits for agencies. I know it's not realistic and we will see more pushback on the rates and not increasing that much, but I just wished. And in continuing with this conversation that um, Julian Duane has been have been having about, um, you know, the prices, whether the agencies, um, whether business will move agency wise or in house, and um, yeah, which uh, Julie has said that I'm not saying you should not put together proposals at your regular rates, but be ready to see your closing rate plummet and be pushed hard on cost at least on the short term after this is over. Dwayne replies that's true and the other side of the coin um, the more unique your skill set the less of an issue it will be all comes down to positioning in recession times. Julie replies totally the other side of that equation has changed and it can mean it takes more proposals to get to your previous numbers of yeses or closing rates. It helps if you know this going into it, I think. Dwayne replies, um, yeah, more of the right information is a good. This last week, I've been trying to talk less and truly dig into what problems those um, does this brand need solved? How can I add value and set myself apart? I won't always come out on top, but I won't take it lying down, come out swinging. So yes, it's all about fighting in this, um, in this moment and um, knowing where your strength lies and what people actually need. Steve Hammer then replies to question five saying, since it's hope not actually think will happen my answer will be very different i hope that people start to realize that we're all on the same team agency google client in-house and start listening to each other in really tired i'm really tired of feeling adversarial yeah sometimes you don't want to feel like you're fighting all the time um, and then Sarah Scarf replies to question five, saying the very first optimizer town hall hoped that this will be the start of a marketing revolution as brands retailers would go back to the drawing board and be less dependent on a single channel. That would be a great consequence of this for all channels. Yes, I agree to that as well. John Kagan replies to question five, saying high funnel efforts are going to be refined to efficiency play, to slow, recover losses, and eventually scaled back out to normal operating procedures in three to four quarters. Julie also answers question five saying, I hope that brands realize that branding, advertising, yes, that thing that has shitty ROI or ROAS or whatever or whatever acronym you want to measure matters a lot. You need people to want to not just buy, but buy from you specifically. That takes real sustained efforts. Jennifer Lash replies to question five saying, I hope the level of transparency and collaboration stays the same. It was great before, but it's gotten even better through all of this with more people willing to communicate or share tips. Um, Steve Hammer replies to question five as well. Um, well, part two of his answer to question five saying, I also really hope that a lot of the crap gets weeded out of the various systems to scammy ads, advertisers, they need to find a deep hole and bury themselves. <laughs> so scammy ads, advertisers 
need to find a deep hole and bury themselves pretty much. Um, and then, yeah, Julie uh, then goes on to question six saying, what do you hope clients take away from this time when it comes to PPC and digital marketing? And, and I had a good answer for that one, but I'll come to it in a bit. Dwayne Brown replies, starts us off with um, the answer to question six saying, strike while the iron is hot. If you can make two months of revenue in April, do it. If we have the team and product, let's aim for that high revenue figure. Believe in your brand as much as I do. Colin Slattery replies question six saying an appreciation for the work we do and the Herculean effort that goes into keeping the ship steady in rough seas. That PPC is highly specialized and requires a great deal of expertise to be done well and we deserve strong compensation. Yes, I agree with that one. Steve Hammer um, answers saying that the best work that we can do isn't often in the new launches and growth. It's the hard grindy work that finds waste and makes everything better because that work becomes critical for a lot of clients um julie replies i hope that clients will better understand the benefits of longer haul advertising strategy chasing quick wins is something i hope i don't have to do for a good long while also trusting us to give you advice about ppc but also about your business when appropriate um amanda replies saying i um i hope people will see the value of building an audience or community um john kagan replies there should be a renewed focus on profitability profitability over mass revenue i hope yes it's all about what's going to be actually good for your business not just the volumes um sarah scarf replies paid marketing budgets are essential the strategy and our approach is based on expertise and we're not just throwing stuff at the wall to see what see what sticks even in a time of crisis and that we want what is best for them because ultimately that is what is best for us jennifer lash replies question six saying that advertising is essential not just um bottom of funnel high rowers quick wins but top of funnel long-term branding too and an appreciation for everything that goes into providing this to businesses um a julie then um, answers gives a second answer to question six saying i also hope but this is how we've we've always done it can take a nice long vacation and new ideas can get a chance to be tested and tried nothing ventured nothing gained right um and then yeah i give my answer to question six saying that that branding is important to do and if you reward your loyal customers not just the new ones they will keep being customers and come back when their finances get better so you know reward the loyal clients reward the loyal customers do not be the kind of person that's just like you know new customers we've got sales going on push 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 actually trust the customers that you've um actually nurtured um, and Julie can, um, agrees with that saying yes retention is so often re- ignored and or underfunded in favor of an acquisition strategy just dumb so yeah doing both is very important I think I might add that to my proposal as to, <laughs> as to how we do things in terms of acquisition and retention um, I then continue to my answer to question six saying also that a pandemic doesn't mean all online Volume will fall off a cliff. Test things out before you start pulling back on budget unless your competitors will steal your market share. So yeah, don't don't take knee-jerk reactions to things go wrong. Wait for the trend. I say this time and time again, wait for any trend. Even in a pandemic, you'll see a certain kind of trend, whether you know the short-term trend going on as to something going down, performance going down, competitors doing certain things, and then you react tactfully to it and not just, you know 
jump at the first hurdle. Um, so yeah, that is the end of our chat today. Um, we've had some really great answers. I think really like enjoyed the answers um, to question six of you know what we should do, and what we what we hope for people will be aware of, um, you know, and especially Julie's answers of hoping that clients will have better understanding of the benefits of longer whole advertising strategy and not just you know just the quick wins. I think quick wins can, you know, show your potentials quite well, but both is important. Both is definitely very much important. Investing in both is something I think we should all be doing. So I hope you found this talk useful, taking some great takeaways and that has had you thinking about preparing yourself for when this will all be over. This will all be over at some point. We will be able to travel at some point. We'll be able to go to events at some point. We'll be able to, you know, buy, you know, go to restaurants at some point and meet in groups at some point. I can't wait for that day. And I'm looking hopefully for when that day happens and when our search volumes and our search trends are starting to become a little bit more predictable and where we can, you know, plan things a lot better in terms of our spends. Um, so yeah, hope you found it useful and found some great takeaways hope you've um you know you know thought about things that we've made you think about things that you hadn't come to your mind as of yet um are you in-house are you agency side has that made you worry a little bit um i hope not i hope it just allows you to you know show your strengths in terms of what you're doing and show that you know there's there's this reason why you're the expert and the reason why there's a reason why clients should come to you whether you're an agency or you're in-house so if you want to talk about um this topic or any of the paid media or data analysis solutions i have to offer please get in touch with me by sending me an email at hello at mindswan.com or get into me on any of my um social media handles at mindswan ppc um but remember for your campaigns or businesses to glide smoothly there's a lot of hard work needed beneath the surface so keep your swans kicking bye